You're listening to the DNB Supply Show podcast, your number one resource for living the country lifestyle. This is your host, Matt Breckwald, coming to you from my place in the country to yours. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody, and welcome back to the D&B Supply Radio Show. This is your host, Matt Breckwald, and we are just thrilled to have you here with us at this special, special time of year. Well, you know, there's always a question. What do we do? We need to acknowledge this wonderful holiday on this show, and, and we need to do something special. And, and how do we do that? Well, this year, as we were thinking about that, we thought... You know, there's a lot of tradition out there when it comes to helping people enjoy Christmas and enjoy this wonderful holiday and get into the Christmas spirit. And I started looking around, trying to figure out who we could talk to about that. And I stumbled across Lloyd Family Christmas Trees, an over 60-year tradition down in the Magic Valley of Idaho in Twin Falls, of selling Christmas trees there to all the folks who live down there and want to celebrate this great holiday. And I was able to get in touch with both the original founder of the business, Zon Lloyd, who started this back in 1953 after he came back from the Korean War. And I was able to speak with him as well as his grandson, Logan, who was carrying on this wonderful family tradition and spreading Christmas cheer all throughout the Magic Valley and got to talk to them both all about the tradition and the way this business started, what they've seen and and what Christmas has meant to the communities throughout history from 1953 all the way up through 2018, and then talk a little bit about the logistics, just the curiosity factor of how this business works. So we've got that coming up for you here. Merry Christmas to all of you. We hope you love this show and hope this show helps to enhance this wonderful time of year for all of you as well. Mr. Lloyd, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, my pleasure. Well, I'm happy to talk to you and happy to talk to you all about the family tradition that you started way back in 1953 with Lloyd Family Christmas Trees. That's right. Well, I wonder if we might just start off by having you kind of tell that story and tell us where you're at now and, and where you sell your trees. Well, presently, I live in Montana, but I was born and raised at Alamo, Idaho there. I used to own a good part of that city of rocks, uh-huh. but we sold ranch there before they made the park out of it and uh, I still have a little piece of it there but that's where I started the Christmas tree business in 1953 we wholesaled to Utah for a few years we had trees on the ranch and they hadn't used them much before that but we got the market going on them and the wife I had sold trees for an outfit in Burley for a couple of years while I was in the service and when I got home, got acquainted with her, I stole their help. Uh, she's been the best Christmas tree salesman we've ever come up with. <laughs> but anyway, she had experience, and she said, why are we giving them away wholesale? She said, let's sell them ourselves. Oh. I said, oh, that's kind of out of my line. Uh, she said, you cut them, I'll sell them. So she had some experience, and we went into Twin Falls in uh, 1953. No, it was 54 only, actually. Got there, but we've been in Twin Falls actually 62 years on the lots. And uh, but anyway, we started that first year, and uh, we moved in on about the 10th of December and made as much money on retail as we had done selling wholesale for the rest of the year. And they've been there ever since. We made one move from West Five Points for 19 years, and they widened the highway. So we moved out to Kmart, and we, we didn't know what was going to happen then, but uh, 
so happened it doubled their business. Okay. And it's been growing ever since. It's been a great project because we've been able to work with each of the family. We have six kids, and of course, they're not kids anymore. We're running the grandkids, but anyway, it's been a great family project. We never got rich, but it always helped keep us forming. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the pinion pine is what we started with over in the City Rocks area, and there wasn't many there, so then we went into Nevada. I cut trees out of Nevada for 30 years, and then we got these educated plantation trees going, and people went for them. So the pinion has kind of been history here for the last few years. There's still the best tree going, but they're hard to come by for numbers. And we go through between four or 5,000 trees a year, time we wholesale some. But the business has been good. The city of Twin Falls has been great to get along with. We've never had any problems with anybody there. And each of the kids in different years could have help. And with the wife, with our chief salesman, she could sell more trees and get more money, and people are happier than if I give them to them. <laughs> she had a personality with people. But anyway, that's kind of what's been happening. Well, that's a great story. So you you ended up selling them retail in Twin Falls, and and you've continued doing that all those years. But at some point, you sold the ranch there in Elmo, and you bought a new ranch or a new to you ranch in Montana. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, I've been in Montana for fifty seven years now, and all I have in Elmo is I got forty acres yet right in the middle of that city of rocks, which probably end up selling that. But uh, anyhow. We've done great. Trouble is now that I'm 89 and the wife is 86 and or 85. So three years ago, we had to turn it over to boys. And our youngest son, John, has been with us for over 40 years every year. And Logan is a grandson. He's been with us for, oh, gosh, I don't remember how much, 10, 15 years. So he's done a great job with the trees. He runs a lot. We've backed off to two lots now in Twin Falls. And uh, we sell some wholesale in Sun Valley. They like our big trees. We're pretty well known for our big trees throughout the country. But uh, we managed to be there when we started years ago. There were so many trees lots in the country. It looked hopeless. But uh, we ended up putting the stands on them pinion pine, which was... A struggle for most people, and then we give green stamps for a couple of years. But anyway, we've still always managed to undersell our competition, and the business has grown and still done well. But I still have the cattle ranch here in Montana, but uh, age is catching up to me, so I'm limited here. I can't do the work like I used to with the trees, just barely with the cattle ranch. Well, Mr. Lloyd, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, I want to ask you all about what has brought you back to Twin Falls, Idaho from Montana for so many years after moving your ranch up to the Treasure State. No matter how cold it is, your dogs need water. So what do you do if it's freezing outside? Well, you could try teaching your pooches to build a campfire, or you can pick up a Farm Innovators heated pet bowl from D&B Supply. Farm Innovators heated pet bowls only come on when it's below freezing and feature anti-chew cords so Fido can't cut the power. And of course, they keep water from turning into ice on those super cold winter days. Farm Innovators Heated Pet Bowls, available at your favorite D&B Supply. 
When you're stuck out in the cold or want to cozy up in your off-the-grid cabin, a Honda generator gets you going. Stop by DNB Supply to pick up one of these power players. Quiet, lightweight, and fuel efficient, Honda generators make winter camping, ice fishing, and even power outages more bearable. Take on the elements in a way you can take anywhere. Get all fired up for anything the winter brings and grab a Honda generator at your neighborhood DNB. I want to ask you, what was it about Twin Falls and the Magic Valley that kept you coming back all the way from Montana to sell your trees year after year? Well, we started the tree business when I was in and we cut the pinion pine <clears throat> there in the Alamo Valley where we started the business in Twin Falls. And so when we moved to Montana, then we continued the business and have done ever since. So but we get our wild trees somehow to Montana. They keep real good. And uh, Oregon and Washington grow lots of trees, but uh, they ended up with the problem here. They overplanted about 15 years ago and overdone the market. Then they kind of slacked off and forgot planting. And now we're very short on trees in Washington and Oregon. So if it wasn't for all the people we worked with to know us, we'd have a tough time getting trees. But we're, we're still hanging in there with our supply. I think we'll be there yet. Been a great family project, and the people in the country there have been great. We're selling the kids and grandkids. But like I say, the wife was the chief at all. Uh, there was times when people wouldn't even buy if she wasn't there. They'd come back. <laughs> we hired a lot of salesmen. But I'm I'm a good grunt man, but uh, she was a salesman. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to I want to ask you about this. So. When you first started out, you said you were cutting trees up there around City of Rocks and Elmo, and then in Nevada. Were were you able to cut those off of National Forest and sell them back then? I cut a lot of private land there in uh, Elmo, but that was just a small area. Then Nevada, we understood with a lot of trees. We went up there, and I cut off the BLM in Nevada most of that time and, and private. A lot of that country in Nevada was checkerboard. Some was railroad and government and some was private but anyway that was why we went to nevada and cut there because of supply and alamo but we still kept going still going and then today are you able to continue to cut off of public ground to sell christmas trees or do you have to buy them all off of christmas tree farms we still cut off of forest and state here in montana uh nevada still sells trees but uh with my age and our situation now, the demand for opinion has kind of backed off because they fell for these beautiful trees in Oregon that don't really keep as good, but they're beautiful trees. They're developing some good stuff in Oregon now. But years ago when they started, they had sold a tree that was not a good keeper. But our Montana trees keep real good, and they've got stuff like Fraser's and Nobles now out of Washington, Oregon. They're good keepers. How has it felt to be such a big part of Christmas and a Christmas tradition for people in the Magic Valley for so many years? Well, the best way I can answer that, it serves a great purpose. And I realize that the little money they spend for a Christmas tree brings that family together better than any money they can spend the rest of the year. They do a great thing for the families. Yeah, that's really well said, and, and I think it probably means a lot to people to, to come back to your lot year after year after year. It probably gets them in the Christmas spirit and, and really kind of brings them together. Yeah, like I said, we're selling to great-grandkids now after 
62 years on the lots. So it's, it's been a quite a, quite a thing. It's well, worked fine, and I see no reason why the kids won't carry on. And I wanted to ask you, as I was thinking about how long that you've been doing this, all the way back to 1953, I was thinking about some of the history that has gone on over the course of the years that you've been cutting and selling Christmas trees. And I was thinking about that when you first started, the Korean War had just ended. And then 10 years after that, in 1963, President Kennedy was shot. And then all the way up to the more recent history in 2001, we had the attacks the terrorist attacks on the East Coast in September of 2001, all these things that, that kind of happened and led into this season. Did you find yourself during those times seeing people that were going through this kind of as a nation, kind of coming out of it and kind of uh, recovering from it a little bit and being helped by the Christmas season? Well, it's kind of done its own thing. Yeah, I started just after the Korean War. I spent time in Korea. Then when I got home, I married and and started into the tree business. But uh, it's an odd thing. Back in uh, 911, we were scared because uh, I had heard, well, no, the fellow that I first wholesaled to in Utah went broke in 1941 when Pearl Harbor hit. Mm-hmm. He had trees scattered from Montana to California. And when Pearl Har- Harbor hit, people backed off buying trees and he went broke. And I was a little bit leery of things like that, so I was a little scared when nine one one hit. Mm-hmm. And of all things, the opposite happened. That seemed to bring people back into this spirit, and that was one of the best years we'd ever had. And of course, the Tristan Street business has grown since then, but it seems to be stable regardless. The artificial trees take about 50% of the market, but uh, after two or three years of it, Artificial seems like they come back and want a real tree again. Mm-hmm. So it's actually been real stable for us more than we would expected. Well, there's nothing like the smell and the and the feel of a real tree in the house. That's right. It's the good and it's a good family thing. So appreciate the opportunity to do it and to work with the public and say we never got rich, but it helped keep us going. We have <laughs> six kids, a lot of grandkids, so. Well, probably somebody will probably keep it going. Well, sir, thank you so very much for your service to our country in Korea and for your service to the to the Magic Valley with providing Christmas and Christmas spirit for all of these years. Uh, thank you so much for coming on and joining us for this interview today as well. Thank you much for the interview. Appreciate it. That we want to thank the people of the Valley that stayed with us over the years. We've tried to furnish a good product, and uh, we just haven't had any complaints to people who been really to work with. The thing thing I like about it, especially too, I, I've been in other businesses and uh, the one thing I loved about it that I miss is that you have a happy people to deal with. You're, you're not a dentist or a lawyer. <laughs> and people are happy when you visit with them. But I tell you, one of the best things that I ever done, the happiest, I think, a few years ago, I had a party messed up their load who was supposed to went elsewhere and they sent me a load of little tabletops, and they wasn't even good tabletops. Usually, they for trailer houses, what you want a tree about 15 inches, two feet. Well, these things were just scrubs. They was good, but just little bitty fillers. And I couldn't anymore and broke even on them. And uh, all at once, I I got them up, and that worked amazingly. 
I'd wait till the family bought a tree, and then I'd go find the littlest one of the family, and I'd grab that kid and say, come with me. And they'd look at me funny, and I'd take them over, and I'd give them one of them little trees. And uh, the smile on them kids' face was worth more than all the money they could have made if they'd have been what they should have been. So sometimes you have to make lemonade out of lemons. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Well, thank you again, sir, and have a wonderful Christmas this year. All right. Thank you much. All right, everybody. We'll be right back with Logan Lloyd, Zahn's grandson. Know when they say good fences make good neighbors? When you've got Bayland Country gates and panels to really fence your livestock in. Also, when you let your neighbor in on the great deals you can find on Bayland Country at DNB. Made from steel and designed for stamina. Bayland Country gates and panels are tested to match up to robust ranch life. So instead of mending all those fences, round up a whole new one with Bayland Country at DNB Supply. For work, play, or a little bit of both this winter, stop by D&B Supply for Wrangler gear. From flannel line jeans to stylish shirts and jackets, fit for the field or a night out, Wrangler has you covered. Established in 1947 with the spirit of courageous individuality, Wrangler apparel is designed to last and look good to boot. With new styles and great fits, it's clothing that wears well no matter what the season or what life throws at it. So stop by your favorite D&B and get covered this winter in Wrangler gear. Logan, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Glad to be here. You bet. I guess I should say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas indeed. It is the season. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I just had a wonderful conversation with your grandfather, Zahn, and man, what a story. What an incredible story. Yeah, uh, and it's, you know, 88, he's still going. He cut 90% of my uh, wild trees this year, so he's still going strong. Well, you know, I was surprised as we were talking, as I was thinking about the interview I was going to do with him and all the history that he's seen over the years of selling Christmas trees. The first thing I thought of was when when they first started this, uh, it was right after the Korean War. And when I mentioned that to him, he told me that he had been over there in the Korean War. I did not know that. Yeah. Yep. That that was uh, part of his story. In fact, I think he, he wholesaled a load of trees to a store before he, he was drafted and then continued when he came back. Wow. Well, let's do this, Logan. Uh, let's have you introduce yourself to our audience. Tell us a little bit about you and how you're involved with Lloyd Family Christmas Trees. So, yeah, I'm I'm Logan Lloyd. I am the third generation operating uh, Lloyd Family Christmas Trees. My uncle and I took over from my grandfather about five years ago, and I run everything with my uncle. Okay. We take care of everything except for finance, and we still use grandpa for that. Now, you call your home Montana still, right? Correct. But this all started in Elmo, Idaho, and then and then transitioned over to Twin Falls, Idaho, back in the 1950s. And so you and your, you and your uncle are carrying that forward and continuing to service the people of the Magic Valley and sell trees there in Twin Falls. Absolutely. Yeah, we, uh, we haven't found a better place to go. The people are too good to us here. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, a lot of that good feel there in, in Idaho and in Twin Falls. And, and boy, there's a lot of people moving in who want to be a part of that feel. Absolutely. So the area that you're selling trees in, I was looking it up on the map. You're just off of uh, Powerline Road there, kind of in the middle of everything. It's got to be about the busiest part of the city, isn't it? It is. The, the growth has really moved out this way. And it's, it's just been fascinating the past 10 years to watch Twin Falls boom. 
I mean, they have just grown exponentially. It's it's been kind of neat to watch. Well, for you, uh, you're getting to carry on this tradition. How long have you been involved in this business with your with your family and your grandfather? Since I was 12, and I'm I'm 30 now, so it's been a little while. <laughs> so you've got some experience going on in this. I've got a few years under my belt. What does it mean to you? I mean, there's really two traditions going on here with Lloyd family Christmas trees. There's obviously the family tradition that goes all the way back to your grandparents in the the mid 20th century. And then there's the tradition that involves you and the community there of Twin Falls and the, the greater Magic Valley. What does that mean to you to be part of something that's so substantial in two different ways? I can't even find the words to express how meaningful it is to me. Family is deeply important in our family. You know, and my my grandfather's done a lot. I've watched him sacrifice a lot for the family and that that tradition continues. It was so important to me that that part of the dating questions I would ask during courtship is are you crazy enough to do Christmas trees <laughs> with me? <clears throat> And I found one that said yes, and, and she's still here, so we're doing good. But, that I mean, it was super important that uh, I had a spouse that could support me because we've been at it for three months this year, and it's it's been hard. My wife and my kids been with me. we got a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. He's also named Zon. And we've been – we were three weeks in the woods, and now we're going to spend, you know, from Thanksgiving to Christmas here in the camper in Twin Falls. It's not an easy life, but the connections that you make with the community mm-hmm. – are prices. And and I I can go sell trees elsewhere for more money, but I cannot make the connections that I've made here. And so we we stay here. Oh, that's wonderful. And you know, I was I was wondering about that where you get your trees, but do you cut them off of national forest up in Montana? So I cut uh this year we've got a 800 trees out of the wild, which is national, state or private land in Montana. But then we do about 2,000 plantation trees out of Oregon and Washington primarily. I have some trees coming out of Canada this year. So it's wherever we can find them, we'll get them. Well, let's do this. I think it's a really interesting business to talk about, and, and people want to know more. I'm going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, let's kind of dive into how all this works. Okay. Say you were to ride off into the sunset. Ideally, what kind of boots and clothes would you be wearing? For horseback riders of all styles, nothing beats the look and performance of Ariat. Available at DMB Supply. Everyone from famous rodeo cowboys to country music legends to equestrian Olympians. Turn to Ariat with confidence. You can count on them too. Think of Ariat as your ultimate riding companion for the life and times in the West. When you need to better outfit your ride with Ariat, stop by your favorite DMB Supply. If you've got a beef with your current livestock equipment, Powder River Handling Products can change the game. Stop by DNB Supply to bring your herd upright. For over 80 years, Powder River has stood out as leaders in the livestock handling field. With continuous equipment innovation, their gear helps you work up close with your livestock safely and with minimal stress. Get a better handle on things around the ranch and stop by DNB Supply for Powder River livestock equipment. Well, Logan, I want to ask you more about this business. You know, there's so much to it with how good it makes people feel to come out and hear Christmas music or have hot cocoa or whatever it may be and pick out their Christmas tree. But I I think that people see it from that perspective and they don't think of what goes into it months in advance. How do you decide which type of trees you want to offer to the folks there in Twin Falls? Well, Starting out would probably be a little difficult, but where we've been in it for over 60 years, we kind of have a handle on what the public likes. 
Um, we try a new variety every once in a while, and we'll we'll introduce it with only only 100 trees or 50 trees, whatever can fit on a load with the rest of our trees, and, and then we'll slowly build that up as we get positive feedback. It's interesting during the shortage right now where we can't get some of the uh, family favorites, such as grand fir, mm-hmm. um, and it's hard to find noble fir. Uh, we're having to supplement with some other trees and we're digging back in our memory to see how those trees did and, and what various grades and qualities they were. But it it does start January, probably January 2nd. We take a day off <laughs> and then we start contemplating what we what we need to do and, and what's this next season going to look like. So why is there a shortage right now in Christmas trees? What's going on there? Well, it's it's just agriculture and it's it got to where there's a surplus and, and it was really hard for the, the tree growers to make uh, any money. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of them went out of Christmas tree rotation and put in vineyards or hazelnuts. They switched to another crop that they could have a greater income potential mm-hmm. at the time. And, and so that's, that's happened. And among a few other things, such as the price of trees during the surplus, it was cheaper for them to, to burn the tree than it was to, to harvest it. Oh, wow. Because uh, there were just too many trees out there. And so between those two factors, we've switched overnight to a shortage where people haven't been planting as much mm-hmm. and there's not as much in. I mean, the Capitol Press ran that it was, we had 90 million in in the ground a few years ago and now we're down to 40 million. So that that plays a factor in trying to find stuff. So you and your family, you relocate from Montana down to Idaho starting when? I try to get here a week before Thanksgiving. It's what I try, but the way life rolls out, it's usually Saturday or Sunday before Thanksgiving I roll in. Uh huh. Give us some time to set up and, and navigate some of the problems that we know generally always occur. Yeah. And give us some time to, to make sure that we're ready for, for sale on, on Black Friday. Absolutely. So you want to be there and ready to go right when everybody switches from thinking about Thanksgiving in the fall right over to Christmas that day after Thanksgiving. That's when we like to open. I mean, we have customers that hound me in, in October wanting to know when we're going to be there. And they're the, they're the few dedicated Christmas tree fans. But we always have to pull them back and let's wait till after Thanksgiving. So we, we make sure the trees are fresh and that you're going to have a good holiday. Now, how do you how do you arrange for the location? So you're set up in the the parking lot of that shopping center there at Pole Line and Addison. Is that right? So I am actually in a car lot, Premier Auto Group on Pole Line Road. Okay. And then my uncle runs his lot over on Addison and Eastland at the Kmart shopping lot. Okay. So we have two locations, and the Kmart lot we've had for over 50 years, if I remember right. And uh, I. Originally started with a gas station right there, and we we kind of spilled over into Kmart, and and then uh, eventually they, the manager and my grandfather got together and said, "Yeah, we'll we'll rent this spot too." And mm-hmm. and now we work with corporate on that, but it's we've had it for so long. They expect us, and we expect them, and we make sure we have a contract before the season starts. And then uh, the real scary one was about five years ago. My my lot was on Blue Lakes and and Addison at at West Five Points. But uh, the store had sold and the property had changed hands a little bit and, and we could no longer be there. And so we had to go looking for another location. And that was pretty scary for us. And we, my grandfather remembered at one time there was a car salesman who wanted us on his lot. So my uncle who, who lives in Twin Falls 
ran him down and they said, sure, come on. And they've just been great to deal with. So here we, here we are over on pole line road now. Well, now I can see that somebody comes and they buy a really beautiful, big full tree from you and they need a way to get it home. They just go right there where you're, where you're set up and they buy a pickup. Makes sense. That's the hope. That's the hope. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's your pickup and your tree. That's that's fantastic. Yep. Well, Logan, let's yep. take let's take one more break and when we come back, I want to talk to you kind of about the feel you get there doing this every year and and about delivery. I, it's something unique I've never seen before, but I want to know how you do it, okay? Okay. Know what boots work as hard as you do? Georgia boots. Available to try on for size at D&B Supply. If you're on your feet all day, Georgia boots knows the feeling. That's why they've designed exclusive comfort systems that cushion and support down to the bottom of your soles. While on the surface, they shield you from tough conditions with one of the most durable leathers out there. See why they earned the nickname of America's Hardest Working Boots and pick up a pair of Georgia boots at your favorite D&B Supply. After a long day on your feet, nothing feels better than slipping into some Twisted X moccasins. So pick up a pair at D&B Supply. These aren't your ordinary shoes. With roots and western boots, Twisted X creates handcrafted, comfortable moccasins that stand out from the pack. They capture the spirit of the American West from the design down to the soles. Find your new favorite comfort shoes with a pair of Twisted X moccasins available at your favorite D&B Supply. Well, Logan, now now that we're back, before I get into the logistics of how you do delivery and, and all that type of stuff, I wanted to ask you, your lots, what do you do to kind of enhance that Christmas feel for people who are coming and, and buying their trees from you? It's all about display, really. And so we, I mean, we try to make sure the lot's clean, our strings are picked up, the needles are swept, and we, we arrange our trees by species. So it's easy for the customer to, to figure it out and give them some space to where they can walk around and really look at what they're getting. We also have some Christmas decorations on the lot. Not a whole lot. I've got a little nativity scene and then a few Merry Christmas signs. In previous years, we've had these, these rock fire pits that are run off of propane and that those are great. They're just, they're really heavy. So it's a pain. And we've, we ran into a little <laughs> snag with getting those this year. We still own them. We're just having a little dispute with where they're at, but we, we do those kind of things. And, Sometimes if we uh, remember, we'll have our waterproof radio out, but uh, you got to remember that waterproof part because I've, I've lost a few radios doing that. <laughs> I'm sure. And then other than that, it's, it's just, you know, being, being happy and saying hi to everyone. Well, how long have you been offering delivery and actually delivering Christmas trees to folks? So we've, you know, we've done delivery in the past just as a favor to whoever was in super need. And this year with Amazon doing some delivery of unseen product and everything else, we said, well, let's do it. Let's offer Mm -hmm. delivery. Um, And so we, we don't actually have that advertised very well, but it is a new option for this year. And what it means is we, we hire a driver to go do morning deliveries or watch our lot while we go do deliveries. And we, the process is fairly simple. Pick out your tree. We'll, we'll mark it. So no one else will We'll take it, and the morning we deliver it, we'll give you a fresh cut. So all you have to do is, is take it from your doorstep into your house and set it up. We've done all right with it. We've, we've had one or two customers, not a whole lot, because we're not advertising it very well. But uh, it's just another service that we can offer to help people have that, that stress-free Christmas as, as, <laughs> as pressure gets tighter and tighter on everyone and, and their, 
their finances, anything they can do to alleviate some stress. You know, that's what people are looking for. Now, over the years, it sounds to me like uh, the delivery or the thought of delivery kind of started with folks that maybe wanted a Christmas tree, but they didn't have the way to get it home. Or maybe they were, you know, maybe they were homebound for a while and they couldn't get out and pick one out or something like that. Have you, have you ever done something like that where you just, you showed up and said, well, uh, you know, we know you couldn't get out of the house, but we wanted to make sure you had a tree. You know, we've, we've had other people come in for those guys and they'll, they'll pick out a tree and we'll, we'll work out whatever we need to. Mm-hmm. We've done that, but we've never done it in the past. And this year, because of, of what Amazon did, we, we said, well, we'll, we'll charge the same as Amazon. You can go online, you can order a seven foot Frasier and it, it's just like Amazon. It's unseen, it's in the bail and we'll deliver it. But we deliver with a fresh cut. We've had one customer do that and I haven't heard from him. So I assume it's been a positive experience. Well, good. Now, I was looking at your Facebook page and looking at the, the pictures of the wreaths that you sell. Who makes those beautiful wreaths? So we have uh, some friends up in Eureka, Montana. They're about 10 miles south of the Canadian border that, that make those wreaths. So my my wife will decorate the fancy ones, but the standard red bow and pine cone with some berries on it, they do all of that. And they, they're just great people to get along with, and, and they've been good friends for the past several years that we've known them Mm -hmm. they're just always happy and willing to help lloyd family christmas trees uh, at least with my math has been in business there in twin falls for just about 65 years and i wanted to ask you this Uh, your grandfather told me that he's now seeing grandkids of customers that that uh, he remembers from back when when things were first starting is that something you've all kept track of? Like, do you have the record? Do you know how how many years the family or the longest standing family has been coming back to Lloyd family Christmas trees? We don't. And there's people come and tell us it's been 20 years, it's been 30 years, or my grandparents bought here. And they'll tell us, but we, we've never kept track in that. You know, back in the, the 60s, it wasn't a digital world where yeah, it was right. easy to keep track of customers' information. and But now with credit card processing and digital formats, it, it's becoming something that we can look into and, and we're interested because we, we, we wouldn't mind offering a loyalty program because we, we love having people come back and sure. hear the stories of, hey, we got one of the old bombshell stands that your uncle made eons ago, or we have this, or we did this, or your grandpa did this for us. I mean, we love hearing those stories and it's, it's neat to be able to categorize that and, and find out who is who. Now, when you say bombshell stand, I'm I'm picturing a literal bombshell that uh, the base of the tree goes into. Am I am I getting this right? You're you're pretty close. So uh, after the wars, uh, there's some surplus bombs, and they took the the explosive ordinances out. Mm-hmm. And you were, I mean, the public was allowed to buy whatever they needed, and and my uncle Cleve had to make a water pipeline, and so they used the casing of the the bombshell. Uh, to do the water pipe, and then they, the nose cone of the bombshell actually turned in, and they made Christmas tree stands out of it. <laughs> they're extremely heavy, and they're very shallow, not what you traditionally see, but we had uh, a couple people this year say, yeah, we still have a couple of those, and, and we'd love to take as many of them back if you're going to just get rid of them. We'd love to have them because we have other family members that would like that for, for memories. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a neat article. 
Well, when is peak Christmas tree purchasing time? So if you broke down every weekend, I guess, between Thanksgiving and Christmas Day, when do you think the peak is? When do the most people go out and buy their trees? So within the past five years, we've kind of had a shift, and and that shift's gone to earlier. So what used to be the second Saturday in December is now turned the first Saturday in December. Um, So we just went through our busiest weekend. This weekend, um, which will be the 7th and 8th will be pretty busy as well. But most most years, it's that first weekend in December. And how many trees will you sell this season, or how many did you sell last season? So this season, we are at 20, oh, I want to say tw- between 26 and 2,800 trees this year. Wow. Last year, we did, did roughly 23 to 24. No kidding. Unbelievable that there's that many, but I guess it makes sense. I mean, there's there's people and they want trees and someone's got to provide them for them. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Logan, I, I love what you guys do. I love the family tradition and I think everybody should check out your Facebook page because there's a lot there in terms of what it talks about. And then is there a website as well? I think I remember seeing one. We don't actually have a, a website. Facebook's our main main outlet. We do have a Square store, which is linked on that Facebook for anyone that, that wanted to just sit and watch TV and order, <laughs> order a tree and have it show up the next day. Okay. Well, I love what you're doing. What is the best way for folks to contact you if they want to know more, they want to know about delivery or times or anything like that? Facebook Messenger is, is really good. It, during the busy times, it takes me a little while to catch it, but I'm, I'm a 30-year-old male, so I'm constantly checking my phone. <laughs> trying to make sure I don't miss anyone. Yeah. Uh, and then my phone number, uh, this cell phone number is on, on the uh, Facebook page as well, so you can contact us via phone. Okay. Can I give out that phone number on the air? Absolutely. Okay. So that's uh, 406-544-3910. If anybody's got any questions for you about delivery or trees or what you have available uh, over there at Lloyd Family Christmas Trees, two locations in Twin Falls. Thank you so much for sharing this with us today, and Merry Christmas to you and all of your family, Logan. All right. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you as well. Thank you all for joining us today, and here is to you and your pursuit of the country lifestyle, however you define it. For the D&B Show, I'm Matt Breckwald.